What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sounding Board from the Utah School Counselors Association. Winter is upon us. We're getting ready to break for the winter, and so is the podcast. Don't be wor- don't worry. <laughs> don't be worry. Don't worry. We'll be back in January, ready to rock and roll and finish this year strong. Um, but something I want to talk to you guys about today, though, is the dang holiday blues. Everyone who's in education knows exactly what I'm talking about. It's that bleh time after Christmas and before we get back to school where the days just mesh together and a lot of us fall into the sort of seasonal depressed state. It happens to everybody, adults, kids, but it hits our kids much harder than it hits us. And this is the time of year that we really worry about our trouble kids, our frequent flyers, and those who struggle with their mental health in general. And as school counselors, we need to be proactive in helping these kids and giving them a plan for how they're going to handle the tough holidays. Uh, We also need to do the same for us and our families. You know, it's hard to take care of others when you aren't taking care of yourself. Um, And and it's actually kind of cool. The last few days, we've been doing suicide prevention lessons in the classrooms. And some of the stuff that we've been doing, I think, is some things that you guys can be doing with your kids as well if you have kids that you're worried about. Um, We all have coping skills, ways that we handle stress, ways that we handle what we're trying to deal with. And some of us handle it better than others. Um, And we all know the healthy ways of coping, right? You know, exercising, reading a book, screaming in a pillow. One of the things we talked about them, we make a, a crisis prevention plan. Um, and we use the acronym SELFIE. The first letter S is to know your signs and symptoms when you're heading into that dark place. Now, some common signs and symptoms are withdrawing from friends and family, being in your room all day, mood swings, feeling out of control, changes in eating habits and sleeping patterns, feeling hopeless, ashamed, guilty, like there's no purpose in life, doing risky, bizarre, impulsive, or violent things, not enjoying your favorite activities, thinking about suicide, giving up or going away, making plans, how you might attempt to end your life, feeling unmotivated. Here's the thing. Most of us know what our triggers are. Most of us already know what a lot of our symptoms are and when we're starting to head into that dark place. And so when we make this whole suicide prevention plan, this this this, this uh, kind of a, a crisis activation plan per se, we have it on an index card and we write the words, the, the letters to selfie um, out on the card. And then on each letter, they get their part of the card so they, they can write out this plan and they can see and they can be thinking about this and be looking at it when they get into crisis. So yeah, first letter S, know your signs and symptoms. Next up is E. E is explore ways to cope, listing out the coping skills that you can do on your own that work for you. Now, this is going to be different from person to person. Like we said before, each of us have our coping skills that we like to use. Me personally, I like to work out. I like to get a good sweat out, get those endorphins, go through my veins, open up my arteries, get some oxygen to my blood so I can start thinking again with my prefrontal cortex instead of my fight or flight response. Other things you can do though, you can have a good belly laugh with your best friend. You know, we have those friends that we just laugh all the time with. You can read a book, you can play board games, go on a hike, write a story, draw or create something, practice mindfulness, ride a bike, take something apart, put it back together again, you know, be creative, color, breathe, meditate. There's a lot of different things that you can do, but list those coping skills that you can do on your own and not just one or two. Try to make a list of, you know, good, you know, two to four different things that you can do to cope. Um, 
So that's E, exploring ways to cope. Next up, we have L. It'd be at the bottom part of your note card is list out your people. Um, list out the people that have earned the right to hear your story. Not all people get privileged to be on this list. Only the people that are supportive, the people that are going to be helping you. These are your support people. So don't list people that are going to be judgmental here. These are support people. Um, three to five people to this list, and these people care about you. They want to help. It might be scary to think about, but these people would rather be with you during this hard time than not have you here at all. They'd rather struggle with you than have you be gone and pass away. And so list out those people that have earned the right to hear your story that are going to be a good support to you. And then after that, you'll go up to the top left, right-hand corner, I mean, top right-hand corner for F, and you're going to write focus on reasons to live. List out the reasons to live so that you remember them when things get dark. When we enter into our fight or flight response, the blood to our prefrontal cortex gets cut off. No blood flow happens there. All the blood goes to our amygdala for fight or flight. So we don't think logically. We don't think about the reasons we have to live. And so write those reasons out on this card for your plan so you can see those reasons to live. Making a list, it, it just helps when things are, when you look, are feeling down and hopeless. Um, we can't think clearly. So this list will remind you of who and what we care about and that there is hope. We just might not remember where to find hope in these hard times because you're unique. You'll be missed. Don't let that ruin your life. And so list out, focus, focus on reasons to live. That's the F, focus on reasons to live. Uh, next up is I in the middle of the right-hand side is involve your support people. We have our list of support people. Now we need to channel that into what they can do to help. Like you can go hang out with Joey and Kendra or you can call Aunt Patrice or you can go stay at Ralph's house or go up to mom and dad's room until I feel better or talk to my school counselor. There's lots of different ways, but you need to, you have your support people. Now you need to involve your support people and write out how they can help, how, what specifically you can do to go to them for help. Involve your support people. Um, next up, the last E is engage your resp crisis response plan. This plan that you just made, this plan that I've been talking about, you need to use it. You know, don't just put it somewhere you're not going to see it. You know, put it, put it in your room. Have your, have your students put it somewhere where they're going to see it so that they can use it. Um, other, other things that, that kids have that they can use that we talk about when we talk about this, this crisis response plan, this selfie response plan. Uh, we tell them about 741741, 741, the 24-7 crisis response um, texting service and also safe UT. Um, but yeah, that is the selfie crisis response plan. Other things to think about when we're heading into the holiday blues. Um, acknowledge our feelings, guys. If someone close to us has recently died or you can't be with loved ones for other reasons, realize that it's normal to feel sadness and grief and it's okay to take time to cry or express your feelings. You can't force yourself to be happy just because it's the holiday season. Um, next, really, really reach out. You know, if, if you're really feeling lonely or isolated, seek out community, religious or other social events, communities, you know, go hang out with people. There's, there's websites, online support groups, social media. You can talk to friends, Marco Polo, um, but reach out to people so you're not feeling alone. And, and if you're feeling stressed during the holidays, it may help to talk to a friend or family member about your concerns. 
You know, it's so great. Technology enables us to talk to anyone anywhere. And so do that. Reach out if you're struggling. Um, other things to think about during this holiday season with the holiday blues, be realistic. The holidays don't have to be perfect or just like last year. Families grow, families change, traditions, rituals change as well. You know, choose a few to hold on to, but be open to new stuff happening. Don't be so rigid in your ways that it's going to be so miserable for everybody. And you can talk about that with kids too. Kids sometimes can be very resistant to change. And part of that, actually, part of that's a good thing because kids need structure, okay? And that's why you need to plan ahead a little bit. You need to have a little bit of structure to your holidays. If you throw all the structure out the window, they're going to struggle big time coming back to school because they are going to be... They've, they've lost all feeling of structure. That's one of the reasons holidays is so hard to come back to is because they go from school structure to zero structure at home back to structure. And so have a little bit of structure, plan ahead, set aside specific days for shopping, baking, connecting with your friends, whatever, but try to have at least one planned activity a day and then have little mini activities throughout the day. And, and don't get me wrong, you don't want to over plan, you know, they need to have time to be bored so they can create, so they can have fun. Um, be careful with the screen time. That's a big one. Being careful with screen time. It's really easy for screen time to just shoot through the roof during the holidays. Don't let it get out of control uh, because it can have adverse effects. Um, and <laughs> learn to how to say no. That's a big one. Saying yes when you should say no can leave you feeling resentful and overwhelmed straight up. Friends and colleagues will understand if you can't participate in every project or activity. It's not possible to say no when your boss asks you to do a work overtime, if it, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. If it's not possible to say no, when your boss asks you to work overtime, just remove something else from your agenda. And you can say no sometimes to work, you know, you not always, you know, you need your job, but, and then this is a big one. Don't abandon healthy habits. Don't let it become a free for all for overindulgence or whatever. It only adds to your stress and stuff. So here, here's some just suggestions. Have a healthy snack before holiday meals. So you don't go overboard. Um, try to have some healthy meals, get plenty of sleep. This is a huge one, especially for our students. They need to protect their sleep during the holidays. No staying up till one or two or three in the morning playing video games. We still need to have that structure. No devices in the bedroom, just like always. We can't throw it out the window just because holiday seasons are upon us. Um, and then while we're in the holidays, something that we need to do so we can you know, avoid burnout and avoid these holiday blues. Take a break, take a breather. Remember to take some time for yourself. Find an activity you enjoy spending just 15 minutes alone without distractions. It can refresh you, but you need to take a break. Okay. Um, and then other things that to think about is seeking professional help. If you need it, despite your best efforts, you may find yourself feeling persistently sad or anxious you know, plagued by physical complaints, unable to sleep, irritable, hopeless, whatever it might be. It's okay to ask professional help. We're, our goal right now is to help protect you, school counselors, and your students from, from really taking a beating this holiday season. These holiday blues, a lot of educators dread the holidays. We love them because we need the break very, very much. But we dread them a little bit because of what it entails because we know about the holiday blues. And I know that's kind of a lot. So if I had to boil it down to just a few things, to some key points, um, 
to help us and our students. Um, it would be just, just a few things. It's not school, but have some sort of structure while you're on break, have a routine. Routines are important. And then number two, wake up at a decent hour, have meals at a consistent time and have at least one planned activity a day. Okay. Have that. And then number three, just be careful on screen time, protect your kids sleep. Those are probably some of the biggest things that are going to benefit you guys. Um, anyway, moving forward, guys, we're going to be back in January when third and fourth quarter start. So I hope you enjoy your Christmas holiday. I hope you really have fun. I hope you're able to avoid these holiday blues and help your kids avoid them as well. Thanks for listening to this very short episode of the sounding board from the Utah School Counselors Association. I hope you all have a wonderful day and we will see you on the next one.